APU. American Public University is proud to present Online Teaching Lounge. This is episode number 48, How to Build Community with Online Faculty Teams. This podcast is for educators, academics, and parents who know that online teaching can be challenging, but it can also be rewarding, engaging, and fun. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'll be your guide for online teaching tips, topics, and strategies. Walk with me into the Online Teaching Lounge. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining me today to talk about building community with online faculty teams. You can employ a variety of strategies to build community with your online faculty and work to really create a sense of being there. Online education, as we know, is very distance-oriented, and it can tend to make us feel very disconnected, especially if we're not normally comfortable teaching online. Even if we are, that sense of distance can grow and grow and prevent us from feeling connected to the institutions we work for and the people with whom we work. In this podcast today, I'll be talking with you about how to communicate clearly and consistently to keep your faculty informed and how to build community so they get to know each other and build camaraderie and rapport and feel a lot of support. So let's jump in. As I mentioned, there are many strategies you can employ to build community with your online faculty. If you are a faculty lead, a faculty mentor, maybe a department chair or a director of some kind at an academic institution, chances are you either mentor, guide, support, or even supervise faculty who teach online. It's really important to communicate clearly, effectively, and consistently to keep your faculty informed and connected to your department. In online education, quality teaching and learning is part of student retention, student success, and student satisfaction. Of course, because teaching online is so solitary and in many places asynchronous, our online faculty who teach alone are often disconnected from the institution and they may be physically distant from the home campus as well. In the institution where I teach and also manage online faculty teams, many of these people that I have hired, supervised, coached, and worked with live all over the country, we may have never met face-to-face. In fact, I hired them all virtually, and we work together virtually as well. Building community with your online faculty members can really help them have reasons to feel invested, be part of the team, and be a significant contributor to student success long-term. And now, as you're thinking about this process of connecting with your faculty, connecting with faculty individually in groups, and together as a team allows you to model expectations and empower your faculty to more fully drive their teaching quality and their overall teaching experience. This can also help your faculty really enjoy what they're doing as teachers, as instructors, and feel that they're making a difference and having an impact with their students. If you're wondering what steps you can take to build community with your online instructors, I'd like to suggest that you will need to be developing a set of online-specific strategies to build community with your faculty who might be teaching at more than one institution or across the country. Maybe they're working at home while someone else is working at home who normally would be leaving to go to the office. 
Perhaps they're even homeschooling children at the present time. For them, time is at an all-time premium. They might feel disconnected due to this remote work, as I've mentioned several times already, and their geographic separation from you and the rest of the team can prevent real connections. But you can build community by developing solid relationships. If you make relationship building your goal with remote faculty, you can succeed. Consider this question, what can you do to make your faculty feel like part of the team, part of your department, and part of the entire institution? Maybe consider providing weekly electronic communications specific to your team and your department's needs. One example to build relationships through these electronic messages is something I like to call the Monday message. This could be a newsletter with announcements or faculty information, updates, and teaching reminders. Or one faculty member called it a midweek missive sent on Wednesdays. Another person I know sent them out as Friday funnies. These started with humor and proceeded with news. When I was first hired as a director, my dean asked me how I would bring together our diverse group of 150 faculty, most of whom were part-time, and they were located all over the country. My first thought was that I would send a weekly message with all my news and updates and information all at once. Some of the things that related to me personally, my leadership goals, and other things really came together in that weekly message every single week. As I started to do this, faculty responded very well. In fact, they started looking forward to the Monday message as their definitive source of information about the entire department and what I cared about as their faculty manager. You might think you want your messages to come out at different times of the week or sporadically, organically, etc. But I've found that this approach of being consistent really helps. Inconsistency makes faculty wonder when they're going to hear from you next, and they don't always know where to find the information they need. For these reasons, I suggest selecting a day and time that you'd like to send that message. Make it regular. Make it predictable and dependable and your faculty will benefit from the community you can provide in that message. One year, I included a spotlight section as well, which I'll mention again in just a couple of minutes, to highlight individual faculty. Another example you might consider to build relationships is to host and record monthly virtual faculty meetings to keep everyone informed and included. Some examples of interactive and engaging virtual faculty meeting ideas could include using video. You could ask faculty to do the same. Inviting faculty who manage a course or lead a course to make a slide and present it at the faculty meeting to share updates is also a great strategy. Whether it's at a faculty meeting or through email or other means, it's a great idea to celebrate achievements. Ask your faculty to send these to you in advance and talk about them during the meeting. You can highlight high-performing faculty Based on some performance standard you might have at your institution, you can recognize those who have presented recently at a conference or published something, or maybe a student gave you a comment about positive things a faculty member has recently done. Either way, celebrating achievements has a lot of power, especially remotely. You can also celebrate small successes like readiness preparations, engagement increases, or other things that are achieved in the department itself. It could even be creative and fun to host remote celebrations during your meetings. 
For example, if a faculty member has a child born that month, perhaps you might mail out a little confetti and ask people to toss it during the meeting as part of that celebration. Faculty also love to receive electronic happygrams. For example, when faculty all prepare their courses on time, you can send out a message to the entire team to thank them and let them know about the win. Now, whether you use these in your weekly messages or in your virtual faculty meetings, I really like the idea of using a faculty spotlight in working with your online faculty. When I started doing these about six years ago, I solicited my faculty in advance so they could feel special and have the time to prepare what I would write about them. My faculty spotlights consisted of a photo that the faculty member provided to me, something they would be happy sharing, and also some things about that faculty member, like what they enjoy most about their online teaching, what their favorite class to teach is, where they have traveled, what their hobbies are. We tried to personalize this for each person so we could build connections and actually get to know some of these other people that we might never see face to face. It's also important to include both full-time and part-time faculty to truly build a real community. This is especially important for your adjunct faculty and part-timers because they really don't know others in the department. They need the same kind of connection to their colleagues, and this helps them understand who their colleagues are, who they can go to with questions. Highlight your full-timers as well as your part-timers, and it will bring everyone together. Another way to build relationships is to offer voluntary service opportunities like serving on committees, peer coaching, and brief curriculum content reviews. These can go on faculty members' vitas or resumes and really enhance them professionally as well as giving them the opportunity to influence courses that are developed. You can develop collaboration sites where faculty members can share their practices as well as collaborating on this curriculum I've mentioned. Ask questions to colleagues teaching the same subject or courses and learn about curriculum updates or post errors in the courses and then have them repaired. Collaboration sites are a great way for all of these ideas to come together. In my teams, we have used a space in the learning management system set aside for the team. We've also used online collaboration tools and Microsoft Office 365 email groups for this. Each one was effective in its own way. I also recommend using photos and videos whenever possible to create identity and presence. There is an unspoken sort of stigma about sharing photos or personal details with others you work with entirely online. Faculty might really hesitate to do this. They might have serious concerns about it. Work to develop identity and community in non-threatening ways, but also be sensitive that some faculty may have this tendency to feel this way. Through all of these methods, your collaboration, promotion, your monthly faculty meetings, your emails, your celebrations, and all these ways of getting connected, take the opportunity to communicate. Highlight and focus on the mission and vision you have for your team and the mission and vision of your institution. Be positive and set the tone up front for your leadership and management of your faculty by focusing on one of the university's mission points each time you meet. All of the vision points can come through. You can also make connections to real-life contexts, student stories, and the big picture regularly. And be sure to communicate consistently and clearly. Now, when you have faculty meetings, your tools can be updated regularly, 
and other resources you have, like collaboration sites or the site the university stores all of the team information, these can also be regularly updated. Monthly meetings would then, of course, be held monthly. Faculty really love to be part of all of these things when they have the time and when they can contribute something. So let your faculty know in advance so they can arrange their schedules to be there. Record them for all the part-timers if these are meetings who really cannot attend live or full-timers who may be on vacation and send those links out so they can view them remotely and be up to date on your policies and procedures and announcements. If you have additional opportunities for your faculty to get together, to collaborate, be sure to communicate these regularly, just as if you were with a live team. Even if you send out a weekly message, you might have an intermittent message here and there in between with an update about one specific thing. Maybe it's a training webinar, a teaching and learning opportunity, or other kinds of professional developments you'd like to recommend. Be sure to send things out in a timely manner and your team will learn to trust you and connect with each other as well. One other idea about helping your faculty really connect online is coaching and peer mentoring. Coaching can focus on connecting people but also giving them the space to teach each other. Faculty coaching might be faculty-led with follow-up actions to get together and just to review each other's teaching. When you're hiring new faculty, consider providing one-on-one coaching to review specific faculty approaches at your institution or recommendations and just get to know each other. You can conduct this by phone in a live webinar presentation like in Zoom or some other kind of virtual platform. You might do this yourself or bring on other faculty members to begin building that community right away. You can ask and answer questions with your new faculty members so they're clear on exactly what your department or your institution emphasizes, and so that they can share any concerns or questions right up front. Additional ideas you might consider using with your faculty could involve bringing in different departments to meet with them. These could, of course, be done during virtual faculty meetings, or they could be pre-recorded and sent out or used in the email communications. One group I really love to include is the library team. They can talk to your faculty about specific questions, resources available, ways to cite things, what kind of writing help might be available in the library, and other things specific to where you work. By doing this, we generate a lot more resources for faculty. We give them a lot of strength and support and better communication with different departments. Faculty feel more connected and have a greater sense of community with the big university identity as well through having these special guests. You might consider having someone from the assessment team or the accreditation team speak with them. You might invite your dean or other school officials to the meetings to bring their own insights and perspectives. The more you do this, the more faculty feel like they're really part of the institution. They feel validated, valued, and supported. They also show up and help each other and really connect with each other because they have such a network of support and a lot of people to interact with. Another idea in terms of coaching faculty could be developing a short series of personalized messages, like e-coaching messages, to guide your instructors through different strategies or different approaches. You might consider sharing different methods of providing quality online grading feedback. Perhaps some faculty are not sure what this could look like or should look like to give students enough information. You could model how to produce this feedback especially on written assignments and the ways that might be most valuable to students. You can do it in an attachment, in a video, in a screencast, 
or in a live meeting where some collaboration can occur. Online faculty always love to see each other's ideas about using different types of questioning strategies or discussion strategies, interaction and engagement methods for forum discussions, and tips about sending out welcome messages or announcements or various types of wrap-up and summary activities. If you can enlist your faculty members to help each other with messages or give each other shared tutorials to help their peers, this builds community because they can see each other. They also feel less pressured to perform just for you and can really see each other's ideas and start to come up with more innovation and more creativity. This is a great way for the whole group to support each other with teaching excellence and also to aim for the best ways to support their students. If you develop and schedule regular methods for them to coach each other and for you to support them through your own coaching, this will refresh everyone by bringing in new ideas on a pretty regular basis. To help your online faculty most, you might consider formalized methods of sharing these strategies. Perhaps there is an annual online conference in your department or some kind of share space, as I've mentioned before. When you share student testimonials, pictures, screencasts, screen clips, some positive comments from student end-of-course survey or evaluation feedback, this can really support positive and effective teaching and learning online. It's very common for a lot of observers to stop into online classrooms, and faculty who are used to teaching in live universities or institutions might really be surprised at this if someone pops into their class and observes. If this is going to happen, be sure to let them know up front who these people might be, whether it's some kind of peer observer or an academic support team member, so they're prepared when an observation might occur. For checking in one-on-one -on -one with your faculty, I can suggest providing a calendar. Maybe you use a Setmore or Time Trade or Calendly scheduler to give faculty opportunities to get on your schedule at their own convenience. You might set up times in 15, 30, or 45-minute increments so that faculty are able to connect with you and speak whenever they need to. This will give you an opportunity to visit with faculty about their questions and give them guidance on whatever they're seeking, and also just to connect from time to time. It's really helpful to be approachable and available to your faculty, especially if you're a lead, a director, a chair, or in some kind of role like that where faculty are looking to you for support and guidance. One way to provide this support if you don't want to do individual appointments or even to enhance that, is to provide a weekly office hour when any instructor can stop by and just check in. It's nice when your faculty have a place to go to just connect and be heard, and when you can post that office hour so that it's available to everyone and they can find the link, it makes it even easier. And lastly, you might consider scheduling one-on-one -on -one small group or large group sessions where faculty can share these practices, review course setup procedures, or conduct observations, or just talk about what they're thinking and feeling right now. It's helpful to arrange space and time where others can feel heard and seen and really get back in touch with each other and with you. In closing, when you plan and consistently find ways to connect your faculty to each other and connect with them yourself, you're going to help your faculty be supported and build a great sense of community throughout your entire department and support your team well. These strategies can really help faculty members take more initiative and positively influence each other, giving everyone a more connected and positive experience when teaching online. 
Especially if online teaching is new to them, this is essential and critical to their success. Thanks for being with me today to talk about building community with online faculty. I hope you've found these ideas valuable and enhancing your practice. Please stop by bethanyhansen.com forward slash request anytime you'd like to share your feedback or perhaps suggest a strategy that we can include in this podcast to support each other when we're working and teaching online. And with that, I wish you all the best in your online teaching this coming week. This is Dr. Bethany Hansen, your host for the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. To share comments and requests for future episodes, please visit bethanyhansen.com forward slash request. Best wishes this coming week in your online teaching journey. For more information about our university, visit us at study at apu.com. APU. American Public University.